Hello everyone, welcome back. My name is Gunjan and I am your host for this episode of the podcast series from the House of Ram. In the last few episodes, we have looked at three different kind of relationships, that of parent-child, siblings and spousal relationships. These are not the only relationships that the Ramayana showcases. The other notable ones are that of friendship which includes Sugriva and Ram, Angad and Hanuman, Ram and Jatayu, Ram and Vibhishan. One may even look at the relationship between enemies, Ram and Ravan being the primary one. Then there is a relationship which is of complete subservience which is showcased by Ram and Hanuman. All these relationships should be reflected upon to see and understand how they developed, functioned and in some cases were maintained. It may help us in looking at how different people may approach these roles as well as if we can look at another person and see them dispassionately to see their behavior and conduct. The reason I say this is because I believe that it is always easier to look at someone else dispassionately and judge their actions and thoughts and speech and understand or maybe even judge their character. However, the idea of this podcast is not to judge anyone, but to judge oneself on the scale of dharma and maryada, to understand who we are and then to decide who we want to become. The obvious question that arises here is that while we understand that we want to be the best possible version of ourselves, we want to be a Sita amongst wives, a Bharat or a Lakshman amongst siblings, a Ram to our parents, but despite our best intentions, is it really possible? How can one be a Bharat to a Bali-like brother? or a Ram-like son to a Ravan-like father, and so on and so forth. The question here is not what or who others are, but in our evolution towards perfection as a human being, who we are and who we become. As an example, Sita is a person, a bundle of virtues and has a character which is deemed perfect. She is peerless. It would therefore be wrong to see her just as a wife, which is just a role she plays. She also plays the role of a daughter to Janak, a sister to Urmila, a sister-in-law to Lakshman and Bharat, a daughter-in-law and finally a mother as well. Her conduct in all these roles has been hailed as perfect. I think we should look at it from a perspective that she is a perfect human being and that is why she is flawless in all the roles she plays and not the other way around. The message here would then make it clear that we only have to achieve a goodness if not perfection in ourselves and then our thoughts, action and speech in all the roles we play in life will simply align to be good if not perfect. The answer to the question here therefore would be that if we decide to be a Sita, we evolve and achieve a character like Sita. Set our maryada like Sita and follow our dharma as a Sita. That is where our endeavor should really end. Then our conduct towards a Ravan in our life 
be it in a role of a husband father sibling friend etc will all be aligned accordingly we only have to work on ourselves and then be guided by who would sita deal with and how she would deal with a person like ravan whether this person may be in the role of a father a brother a husband or a friend and the answers would automatically come and to my mind would be very clear now the question why should we even endeavor to become a sita or a ram their life was really hard after all i don't have a ready answer to this but i would like to go back to a story from the ramayan this story has sometimes helped me personally to explain this the story of sage valmiki valmiki was a dacoit he was feared as being ruthless and very cruel he would waylay travelers and not only loot them but was also open to killing them when faced with resistance one day he is said to have waylaid sage narad while he was on one of his famous travels he tried to loot the muni who unfortunately or fortunately did not have much on his person that could be looted as sage narad is known for his conversational skills or rather his penchant for causing trouble he good naturedly struck up a conversation with valmiki once valmiki had asserted that sage narad was not a threat and also had no material wealth to be gained from the sage Valmiki for some strange reason agreed to the conversation. Sage Narad asked Valmiki about his life and how and why he had decided to choose this particular profession. Valmiki answered honestly with an openness. Sage Narad then asked him why he did what he did to which Valmiki answered that he used the loot to take care of his loved ones. which comprised of his family his wife and kids valmiki further elaborated that it was his duty or dharm to provide for his loved ones and that he was dispensing with his dharm to the best of his ability and took pride in the fact that he was doing a good job at this time sage narad reminded valmiki that his actions were so wrong and so cruel that the demerit of his karm would surely come back to cause him serious suffering and whether valmiki's family would partake of the suffering just as they were partaking of the fruits of his looting ways valmiki was fairly confident that he and his family was one unit they functioned as one in good and bad times and they would happily partake of the suffering that was about to come Not one to be easily convinced Sage Narad requested that Valmiki tie him to a tree to ensure that Sage Narad would not run away and then go home and ask his family if they would indeed partake of the suffering Valmiki of course did as he was asked he went home and gathered his family around and asked them a very simple question that for all his bad karm the time to pay and suffer had arrived and that the so called bad karm was common to them all they needed to pay and suffer with him 
To his utter shock, every one of his loved ones refused. His wife and children stated that it was his duty to provide for them, but his choice to be a dacoit to fulfill his dharm was his choice alone. As the karm was his decision, the fruits or the suffering of it was his alone. They had not asked him to be a dacoit and therefore the retribution of that karm was his alone to bear and to suffer. Valmiki was heartbroken, in shock and confused. He went back to where Sage Narad was waiting for him. He narrated the events to the sage and realizing the errors and flaws in his thinking, asked Sage Narad to show him the path to cleanse his karm. And so began his journey from the dacoit Valmiki to the sage Valmiki. When one reflects upon this story, the moral of the story here appears to be loud and clear. You are on your own. We are solely responsible for how we think, what we say and what we do. It has nothing to do with the various roles we play, whether of a parent, a child, spouse, friend, employee, employer or a citizen any role whatsoever. So, if we find ourselves justifying our less than honest thoughts, action or speech based on things like, oh, the society demands it or the world is like that or that it's being done as a sacrifice made for the sake of a spouse or a child, a parent or things like it was the best option in the situation, etc., we should be mindful that it is only a justification and we are the only one who have decided to do so. We have made a choice and our choices set our maryada and that sets our karma. We are doing what we are doing, not what we ought to be doing. We should then be prepared to bear the fruit of our own karma. No justifications are acceptable to the universe. It is my belief that if we commit to ourselves to be true to ourselves and believe that our primary dharma is to evolve towards perfection, then we can change our choices. We can be mindful and we can in the process cleanse our karma and consequently find peace and happiness. The answer to the question that why should we endeavor to become a Ram or a Sita could be that life can be hard as is evident from all the characters of the Ramayana. Nobody had an easy life. Even Mahabharat, for that matter. Hardship appears to be inevitable. Would we rather bear it as a Ram and Sita or anyone else? That is a choice that we need to make. I hope you will take the time to reflect on what is being said And I hope to see you again for the next episode where we will continue to decode the stories from the Ramayana. This is your host Gunjan signing off from this episode from the House of Ram. If you would like to write to me, I can be reached at gunjan at the rate of the house of Ram.com.